Hi everyone, it's good to be sharing this reflection with you today. My name is Doc Gosling and I'm the hub leader of Central Hub here in Church Wigan. The Lord is here. His Spirit is with us. The reading today is from Psalm 105. And the title in my version, which is the New Revised Standard Version, is God's Faithfulness to Israel. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done, his miracles and the judgments he has uttered. O offspring of his servant Abraham, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He is mindful of his covenant forever, of the word that he commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. When they were few in number, of little account, and strangers in it, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people, he allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their account, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, do my prophets no harm. When he summoned famine against the land and broke every staff of bread, he had sent a man ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. His feet were hurt with fetters, his neck was put in a collar of iron, until what he had said came to pass. The word of the Lord kept testing him. The king sent and released him, The ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions to instruct his officials at his pleasure and to teach his elders wisdom. Then Israel came to Egypt. Jacob lived as an alien in the land of Ham and the Lord made his people very fruitful and made them stronger than their foes whose hearts he then turned to hate his people, to deal craftily with his servants. He sent his servant Moses and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed his signs among them and miracles in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and made the land dark. They rebelled against his word. He turned their waters into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land swarmed with frogs, even in the chambers of their kings. He spoke, and there came swarms of flies and gnats throughout their country. He gave them hail for rain and lightning that flashed through their land. 
He struck their vines and fig trees and shattered the trees of their country. He spoke and the locusts came and young locusts without number. They devoured all the vegetation in their land and ate up the fruit of their ground. He struck down all the firstborn in their land, the first issue of all their strength. Then he brought Israel out with silver and gold, and there was no one among their tribes who stumbled. Egypt was glad when they departed, for dread of them had fallen upon it. He spread a cloud for a covering, and fire to give light by night. They asked, and he brought quails, and gave them food from heaven in abundance. He opened the rock, and water gushed out. It flowed through the desert like a river, for he remembered his holy promise, and Abraham his servant. So he brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing. He gave them the lands of the nations, and they took possession of the wealth of the peoples, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. He brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing. What a verse! This whole psalm gives us a potted history of the Israelites, from Abraham to the escape from Egypt and the awful things the Israelites had experienced. After everything that had happened, they were able to sing and be filled with joy. I wonder, had we been in their shoes, would we have come out with joy and be singing? Let's look at the beginning of this psalm. The title is God's Faithfulness to Israel and begins with a call to thank the Lord, to call on his name and to tell the people about what God had done for the people of Israel. They were encouraged to to sing praises, to seek the Lord and his strength and presence continually, remembering the miracles and judgments and the covenant he had made with the Israelites. They were not encouraged to remember the bad times, the times when they were hungry and thirsty, the times when they wanted to go back to Egypt, but to focus on the good things that God had done for them. Now let's think about the very strange year we have been through and look at what the Israelites went through Is there any comparison with what has happened to us and what they went through? Have we gone hungry or thirsty, wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years? Have we been tortured and been slaves for a ruling power? No, we have been separated from loved ones in many cases, keeping away from others to protect others. There was a time when toilet rolls and various foodstuffs were scarce. But the past year has been nothing like the 40 years in the wilderness, nor the years before that in slavery. I am aware that some have had family who have died, some who have had COVID, some who have been accused of doing things they haven't done, and all this is hard. 
I acknowledge this. However, I want to stress again, the Israelites had gone through a lot during their time from the beginning. And yes, they did whinge and throw tantrums, but who would blame them? And most of the people who started the journey from Egypt didn't gain access to the promised land. But those who came out of the wilderness came out singing and filled with joy. I wonder, when all this is over, will we say that God has been with us, bringing us out of the wilderness of COVID, out of all sorts of situations? Will we we remember his promises to us, his faithfulness to us? Will we be able to be filled with joy and worship the living God, our creator, redeemer and sustainer, for the hope we have for the future because of him? Our past and present do not define us, nor do we need to stay in the negative places. God has said in Nehemiah that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Perhaps we need to be reminded of this again, so that we too will be able to come out of all this, knowing afresh that God is faithful, loves us, and wants the best for us, despite the circumstances in which we find ourselves. Let us pray. Lord God, awaken us that we may be ready when your dear Son comes, that we may receive him with joy and serve you with pure hearts. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.